welcome to another episode of Faithful. My name is Emma. And my name is Christina. We're just ad-libbing it. I forget how we do this podcast every single time. It's only like our seventh episode. Yeah, it's it's actually number six. <laughs> I, I, I don't know anything about this podcast or how it happens. It's, it's okay. all Christina. I need it's everyone okay. to know that. Look, I I think we get some wiggle room. We are in this we are still in the single digits of episodes. Yes. <laughs> we'll that's be fine. fair. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, well, uh yeah, this is Faithful. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about faith in fiction and how really rad and cool that is. And today is a pretty special episode that Christina has brought to us. Uh would you like to explain what that is, Christina? Yeah, uh, this is gonna be our first episode of what I'm hoping will be an ongoing series for Faithful, which is the mixtape episodes. Uh, and this is mostly because uh, I have an actual playlist in my Spotify account that is just called Oops Accidentally Spiritual. <laughs> and it's literally just made up of songs that... I have listened to and gotten some kind of spiritual or faith-based vibe from it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like, I know this song probably wasn't intended to have religious or faithful overtones, but uh, that's how I'm going to be interpreting it. Yeah, it's the best. I My, my youth group uh, used to do something like this, like, annually, where I don't, I can't remember what we called it. It was something dumb and youth groupy for sure. Well, yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> but where we would just like listen to like popular songs and then like analyze them from a uh, from a Christian perspective, and then mm-hmm. um, mostly just talk about how Pink's new song was really raunchy and and not very Christian. It's okay. I think we can forgive you for that. That was, that was, that was years ago. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so good. I really love, like, I mean, this was a whole podcast is about, but, like, going into the world and just, like, reading things from, like, a spiritual perspective and allowing God to talk to you through those kind of things is just mm-hmm. so good and helpful for the, your life. So I'm glad. This is, I'm excited. Let's get, let's get, let's get it going. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Before I get started into describing the, uh, into getting out the set list for this mixtape episode, uh, I figured I would go ahead and outline what is so far the, what are the only two guidelines for the mixtape episodes. The first (laughs) rule is that the content has to be faithful appropriate. (laughs) Which No cusses, y'all hear that out there? Yeah, no cusses and no material that... I would not feel comfortable discussing with my mom. <laughs> That's which, fair. Which means that probably a lot of more rap, well, not not necessarily rap, but again, if like if it's got raunchier content, we're probably not going to talk about it. Sure, sure. And uh, also the swear part, because I don't feel like having to give myself extra work to leave out <laughs> more swears than I already have to do. It's not a lot, but whatever. I'm sorry, Christina. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, the other rule that I have for that I'm setting apart for these mixtape episodes is that the music that I pick, or the music that we pick for these episodes, cannot be music that has been marketed or distributed in religious or Christian or spiritual channels. Sure. 
Like okay. it's one one of the songs that we've uh, that is going to be on the episode today is definitely it has uh, quite the extensive analysis of it from a religious perspective, but it wasn't explicitly written as a song based on faith or religion or Christianity or anything. So it's right. good. Cool. Yeah. Ah, uh, and I might see about getting a playlist or something set up of this that I'll just like retweet Ooh, when the episode goes up. Yeah. But yeah. So if you're ready, Emma. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> uh, the first song of this episode is the song Agape by Bearden. For I'm so scared of losing you and I don't know what I can do about it. song or this episode has the theme which is that i for this i kind of tried to stick to indie 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 pop rock i guess you could say that has a pretty heavy uh flavor of like Uh, banjos of of banjos acoustic guitars (laughs) that kind of a thing like unplugged string instruments Mm -hmm. uh and uh Part of it was that I took uh, one of the bands that we will be talking about and I literally just put them into Music Roamer and I was like, what can I find that is similar to this? <laughs> so I found some good stuff. Um, this this first song by Bearden is, uh, it is literally called uh, Agape or Agape, depending on how you pronounce it, uh, which, if you are not familiar with it, is a Greek word that mean, that means love, but because... It's Greek. Everything has about ten different meanings, and the word agape or the word uh, the word agape. I'm, I'm gonna say agape. That's how mm-hmm. I learned mm-hmm. it. That's how I heard it for the first time. Yeah, me too. Um, but it essentially means uh, selfless love that expects nothing in return. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a pretty, which is a pretty uh, faith based indoor spiritual concept to absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty religious slash spiritual slash whatever you want to address it uh, topic. And in this song, uh, it is kind it like it is uh, probably more so supposed to be about a relationship, about insecurity within a relationship, and how uh, not feeling like you're very secure in a relationship can like lead to the relationship failing. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently in the actual music video, uh, they portray this by having at least one of the musicians be increasingly buried in sand. <laughs> All right. As in, I guess, tying into the imagery of like, if you are like something built on sand, like is not a sturdy oh, foundation yeah, or something. Sure. More biblical analogies. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't watch the music video. I just had it on the background when I was cooking. Oh, yeah, I didn't Uh, watch it either. (laughs) um, But I do have a, I do have uh, some bits and pieces that I've gotten, like, from the lyrics and stuff. Uh, One of, one of the lyrics that I was really focusing on was, uh, I don't, I don't want to know who I am without you. Mm. And I know that I have got this all wrong. I'm reaching out to touch your voice, but baby, I'm clutching at straws. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kind of uh, I kind of set up this as like the beginning of the mixtape for the episode with that kind of foundation of okay, like this is coming from a position of insecurity and a lack of confidence in the relationship that uh, this that the, the singer, the narrator has with with their god with the source of their faith mm-hmm. and how they're they're trying to do their best but they are just they are failing and they are not doing a super great job at it mm. that's something that like i can relate to and i've definitely seen like uh my friends go through and continue to go through is just like and i think every person of faith like will go through that like questioning period where they're just like life is really rough and I don't know where I'm going and I know that hypothetically you're here god but like where are you and like how are these things happening and just like all those questions and like I think music is such a like raw distilled way of like expressing that emotion and having it like translate across mediums like, mm-hmm. from the person who wrote it to the person who's listening. Like, yeah, that was, like, immediately the first thing I uh, felt when I, like, listened to the song, too. was like, oh, yeah, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I I imagine that the the feeling of uncertainty and, like, I don't know what's going on here is mm-hmm. probably pretty universal to anyone who has any kind of belief. If oh, you yeah. believe in something, your faith will at some point be shattered unless you are an extremely strong-willed person with extremely strong beliefs in which mm-hmm. case more power to you come on our show and talk to us about it <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i think i was I, I can't remember who i was talking to about this with the other day um but like in, in my experience and in uh, other people's experience like that questioning by questioning it you are able to like delve deeper into it and learn more about it and then your belief about it becomes way stronger than if you just like blindly follow whatever a person tells you so like just anyone out there who's listening who has doubts god knows i'm going through some doubtful times right now like uh you know just stick with it this is making you stronger even though it sucks that remind you've mentioning like the keep questioning thing reminds me like that's literally the scientific process you come, up with <laughs> yeah, your, sure. you come up with your hypothesis and then you test it you test it again you test it again you keep testing it and eventually mm-hmm. you reach like the true like like the indisputable true fact water is wet how do we know <laughs> that it's wet because we touched it because we tested it with various materials <laughs> Nobody at us about how water isn't wet. I don't want to hear it. No, please. Please don't. (laughs) I don't want to entertain that kind of audience for this podcast. And I don't think this podcast has that kind of audience to begin with. (laughs) Uh, Since that was kind of the first first song, I'm going to go into the second one, which is Second Chances by Imagine Dragons. Yes. Imagine 
Dragons is another band that is not, uh, that is also obviously not religious, <laughs> or yeah. not, not explicitly religious or faithful or Christian or anything. But the, at least the lead singer, Dan, I think his name's Dan Reynolds, he is very definitely a Christian. He may be Mormon, I don't remember. I feel like they're hmm. from Utah. But I don't remember. And that's not really relevant. Anyway, um, this is actually a hidden track off of their album Smoke and Mirrors. I didn't know that it existed until I was going through one of their albums on Spotify. And uh, it's since it's like a hidden track, it is a pretty big uh, divergence from the rest of the album, which is more, you know, typical hard, well, not hard rock, but it's more typical rock music. And this is a lot slower. It's much more meditative. And this song is literally about asking for second chances mm-hmm. from from someone. Mm-hmm. And the context of it, it's probably for a relationship. Again, a lot of this is probably going to be me interpreting relationships instead of being person to person as person to power. <laughs> yeah, I would do that as like a kid all the time. Where I would like listen to a romantic song, and I'm like, "Is this a God song?" And my parents are like, "No, it is not." <laughs> and it was weird because I was like, "Okay, well, it seems like I shouldn't be able to relate." Like, well, people say that God is my dad, but like, why am I relating him to like these weird, like, romantic songs? And it's because he's it's the relationship is so big and vast, you can't like compare it to real relationships that you have like on earth and like he is your lover like isn't there, there's like some famous uh like <laughs> there's like a famous like statue or something in uh europe somewhere of this lady having just like a super intense sexual encounter with like <laughs> with like a spiritual something or other yeah 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 isn't it like the, isn't that the one statue that got compared to a picture of Lindsay Lohan at some point? Yes. <laughs> okay, it's yeah. like ecstasy of like Saint somebody or other. Yeah, I, I, I think I know the one you're talking about. I've seen mm-hmm. that Tumblr post. Yeah. Anyway, that was a diversion. I yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was a, that was a divergence. Um, but back to the song Second Chances. Yeah. Um, over the course of it, the narrator is uh, asking continually for second chances and forgiveness from this person they're speaking to and one of my favorite lines because like i'm just a sucker for a good well-written lyric Mm -hmm, is uh mm -hmm. quicker than lightning whiter than bone if you can erase it then i can atone wow that's good which is like which i personally am interpreting is like this is like a plea for forgiveness for like absolution of sins because if the weight of the sin can be like alleviated then the person who did the sinning is more is going to do their best to not do that again Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to understand maybe what got them there in the first place (laughs) yeah absolutely but yeah other than that it's just a really slow it's it's not really slow but it is a slower paced song Mm -hmm. i'm reading the lyrics trying to remember if there's anything that like like stuck with me it i think it's just like this genre of songs like the folky and like um unplugged sort of thing is 
so and i've said it i've already said it a little bit but it's just so raw i feel like it just sounds like somebody mm-hmm. playing their heart out like oh, no yeah. holds barred just like saying what's on their mind and it's so powerful like mm-hmm. i i know like, my friends uh when i was younger were really into this kind of music and it <laughs> got annoying after a little while yeah. but it's just very good i understand why people liked it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's uh honestly nine times out of ten i prefer having listening to a live version of music rather than the mm-hmm. recorded version sure because so so often recorded music is like it is the very carefully crafted like the best takes of everything Mm. that could be done for the song and it's not often allowed to be like oh hey like maybe the musician played the wrong note or something but they played the wrong note because they were so into the emotion of their Mm. song that it just overwhelmed them and they got lost in it which is like heartfelt emotion so good yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Uh, this is then going to lead into the arguably the linchpin of this episode that started <laughs> it all. The song is I Will Wait by Mumford and Sons. And I will wait, I will wait for you. And I will wait, I will wait for you. Banjos, banjos. Oh yeah. If you if you've been anywhere within the Western realm of music within the last six, seven, eight years, you've probably heard the song. <laughs> you've probably seen a gif of the one guy from um, the Road to El Dorado, like yeah. furiously playing the the mandolin or the whatever stringed instrument it yeah. is. You you know this song. <laughs> I'm still gonna play a sample from it at some point, but uh, good. Yeah. Listen, it's a good one, and we should listen to it at all times. It, it is a very good song. Uh, back when I was still making, back when I was for the first time making a playlist, mixtape playlists for myself, this was on my Gryffindor playlist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously this song is, uh, this song is actually the one that I have maybe the most uh, analysis for it to back up what uh, we can talk about with it. Good. Uh, mostly due to the efforts of one contributor named Ruben Tasker from the Genius uh, website, who went through and annotated this these lyrics very heavily with all kinds of religious symbolism. So thank you, Ruben. <laughs> um. So obviously, uh, this this song is essentially a it's a song about like about seeking forgiveness and doing your best to improve yourself in spite of the things that you've done in the past mm-hmm. and uh i have uh and it's uh and the the one commentator ruben described this as a babel is a spiritual journey and i will wait as the first release frames the rest of the album's meaning for starters uh both albums are heavily influenced by a band leader marcus mumford being raised in the church since his parents were church leaders Marcus had a falling out with the church, but never forgot his roots, and supposedly developed a more spiritual relationship with God. Uh, and I will wait. He's apparently reestablished a connection with God. 
And I did find an interview that, interestingly, uh, the on um, the front man, Marcus Mumford, uh, uh, he is very determined about the fact that this album is not an official statement of their Christian faith. Uh, okay. He told a he told a website slash magazine called the Big Issue uh, that it isn't it is not a statement of faith and that it is more social than religious, verging on the philosophical. Sure. And we don't we don't feel evangelical about anything other than music. <laughs> uh, and he also said we're fans of faith, not religion. We're just writing songs that ask questions. Sometimes the best way to go about exploring a question, things we wouldn't necessarily talk about in conversation, is by writing a song. And uh, that is from an interview uh, by uh, Mayor, uh, Mayor or Meyer Nissim from the website Digital Spy. I will probably be providing links for this in the description, and if not, uh, I'll just like retweet them or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so despite the fact that they are determined that this is not that this is not about faith. It's kind of about faith. <laughs> a lot of things are just kind of about faith is the thing. Mm-hmm. It's hard to just say no this isn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I have I have my favorite lyric from this. Uh so what it, but what is your favorite lyric from this song, Emma? Oh man. That's a great question. Um let me look through it real quick. Um, honestly, it might just be like this first little stanza mm-hmm. where it it reads, uh, it's like, well, I came home like a stone. I fell heavy into your arms. These days of dust, which we've known will blow away with this new sun. And that that's a whole lot of... That's a whole lot of words and symbolism, but mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. even just, like, on the very surface of it, just, like, I know, I like, I can just relate to that feeling of, like, feeling really heavy and tired and just, like, done with whatever's happening in my mm-hmm. life and being able to just, like, fall into God's arms or, you know, somebody's arms and just being like, oh, I'm done. just, I'm here for you. Just please, like, help me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And just, like, that, um, you know, just, like, the intimacy, I guess, that 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 whole little stanza implies of the singer's relationship with the subject of the song uh, really, like, touched me on a spiritual level. Uh, within, like, the narrative that I'm kind of trying to set up with the mixtape, like, this is, like, the perspective of the, the narrator is finally able to meet, like meet their meet their deity meet their god mm-hmm. and like is is finally like getting some kind of closure some kind of answers about this mm-hmm. but yeah uh the line that i really wanted to talk about was um so tame my flesh and fix my eyes a tethered mind free from the lies because Ooh. for me that's like oh that is a really big not indicator but a really big statement about like giving giving like changing your priorities from like doing necessarily like what is best for you mm. to doing what is the best thing that you can do in service to a higher cause absolutely yeah and also like not having to worry as much or have like have as much of have as many concerns about like 
you physical like you you're you yourself your own like physical existence and instead being being focused on something that is greater than you that is outside of you mm-hmm. beyond your control yes but that's not necessarily a bad thing sure yeah i i really like the the juxtaposition in that that last line of that bit where it's like a mm-hmm. tethered mind free from the lies where like when you think like the word tethered makes you think that you're just like you're you know stuck to the ground like something's holding you back that's mm-hmm. like the opposite of free but like to say that like a tethered mind free from the lies like i guess what that means to me on first glance is like mm-hmm. my mind instead of being tethered to a hundred different things that don't actually matter is like being able to like refocus my mind like take my flesh fix my eyes like refocus my whole mind so i'm tethered on just the one thing that matters mm-hmm. my deity my beliefs and um so that i don't have to like be tethered by anything else anymore mm-hmm. i think that's really interesting yeah this is uh this is like i like i said this is honestly this is the song that sparked my whole uh accidentally spiritual playlist mm-hmm. so i i just have i can't necessarily articulate everything that i feel about this mm-hmm. but i i just am a very big fan of this song honestly i feel like we could do an entire episode just analyzing this lyric by lyric oh believe me i have a i have i have ideas for future mixtapes and one of them is literally just like hey let's just talk all about the mountain goats <laughs> Like, dream goal, like, get John Darnielle on the podcast so we can specifically talk about the most faith-oriented Mountain Goat songs. <laughs> hey, John, you're not on tour right now. <laughs> I know you have a microphone somewhere. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yes, that will be coming at some point. Yeah, we will get that man on this podcast. Christina promised well, I'll do my best. I can't make any promises, but I can I can promise that I will do my best. You heard it here, folks. Okay, before we move on, did you have any more thoughts about uh, I Will Wait besides good? It good. <sighs> also, this song just really slaps. It really does. It just goes hard, is the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh... I definitely, this is, listen, if you, so there's, there's bops, there's, uh, bangers, and there's jams. This is a pure jam, I think. That's my opinion. Okay. <laughs> I never learned what the difference was between a bop, a banger, and a jam, so. Okay, well, so, so this song is a jam. I would say, uh. Like, any um, Carly Rae Jepsen song is a bop. Okay. And a banger is, like, oh, gosh. Just, like, I guess it's more towards, like, the rock end of, like, uh, popular music, I guess. That just, like, goes really hard in a not, like, a poppy way or not, like, a folksy way. But it just, like, Bohemian Rhapsody is a banger. Yes, okay. I would say so. Is it also a jam? Yeah, it's definitely, it's like, you know that triangle where, like, you put, like, things, like, in between the, the McDonald's triangle? Yeah. It's just like the McDonald's triangle, and everything fits in between there somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, 
the next song on the track list for today is uh, New River by the Oh Hellos. Let it come down, let it come down, let it make a new honey river. Let it come down, let it come down, let it make a new honey river. This song is one that I did not know before today. <laughs> Uh, but the Oh Hellos have a lot of really good music. You've probably heard uh, the song that I was most familiar with before this was Hello My Old Heart, uh, which is also a nice song, but it's not quite as spiritual. Um, so the song New River is off of their album called Nodos, which is some kind of, I think, Greek wind god. And so it, this is like an album about change and stuff. Okay. And I put it he I put it at this point on the track list because this is a song about uh going through change or at least beginning change and trying to figure out how you're going to deal with it. Mhm. Mhm. My my thinking for this song was that this is like the point at which the narrator like after having reached the point of reconciliation is now beginning to make the changes they need to to their behavior to their to whatever they did that they felt guilty about beforehand Mm -hmm. um and the line that i was focusing on with this was um was uh though the eons may pass as slow as the sands of an hourglass every grain that we've counted claims that even the mountains can change Mm -hmm. That, like, the change that you're wanting to make, it's gonna suck and it's gonna hurt a whole lot sometimes, but it's gonna be worth it and the change will happen no matter how slowly or quickly it, mm. uh, it occurs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, my, my initial thought, cause that, that's the, um, that's the little, uh, lyric that caught my eye as well. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, like, my first thought was just, like, I think personifying Earth and personifying, like, bits of Earth, like, rocks and, and, and trees and plants and mountains is a very uh, religious thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I get, specifically from, like, the Christian perspective, just, like, because, uh, like, like, the creation story, like, God created uh, all of these little things and he loved all of them and then he made, like, humanity and, like... Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of different stories about God's relationship with nature and how that, like, intertwines with the relationship he has with, like, humanity. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, like, I think it's just kind of nice and and it it makes me feel at home, I guess, when people personify stuff like that in a really earnest way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, like... I think there, there's, like, some kind of, like, worship song or something that, um, like, proclaims, like, every mountain will, like, proclaim your name or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and so I just, I just like the idea of, mm-hmm. like, grain that people are counting, like, showing them something bigger than just, like, that they're grain, I guess. Which is a very literal way to read that lyric, I guess, but yeah. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I, I know that there is, there are probably at least 
there's at least three hymns that I have sung before in church that have the the various parts of the earth personified. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is uh, it is very common to do, partially because I think there I know there's a line in scripture about like um like if something about like if you tell the if you tell the people to be quiet, even the rocks themselves shall sing out in joy mm-hmm. or something oh, like heard, that. I've heard something like that, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's from the beginning of the Passion when Jesus is entering Jerusalem. Oh, maybe. I really, I really I could sing you the part from Jesus Christ Superstar about it, but <laughs> uh, I, oh, but gosh, yeah. I, I don't necessarily feel like singing that tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I also would like to point out that there is a definite, uh, actual biblical reference in here because it references uh a it it mentions a great flood which is the oh, yeah. great flood that you know Noah had to encounter or and that that destroyed much of the earth and then uh and then rebuilt it or whatever or depending on what myth you're coming from or what what background it's it's Noah or it's Deucalion or it's uh, whoever the whoever the chest guy is from Babylonian mythology, uh, mm-hmm. that part is pretty universal. But it got a shout out in the song, which I thought was really cool to mention. Yeah, for sure. Okay, in that case, we're gonna move on to the fifth song on this track, which is "You Are Enough" by the single person uh, musical group Sleeping at Last. have heard his work before uh his most famous his arguably most famous album at this point is the atlas album where he has like there's a track dedicated to each like celestial body in the solar system oh that's cool it's really neat i highly recommend listening to it i think i started with jupiter or something he's a really neat musical artist yeah um but the track you are enough uh is set here because even though the narrator throughout this mixtape had like has yes had had their moment of reconciliation, they're going to make a change. They're scared to make a change. <laughs> but uh, now this is then receiving the uh, the quiet assurance that mm. you are enough. Yeah. Um. The the did you have an. Did you get a chance to listen to this? I uh, did. I really okay. liked this one. Okay. What did you think? I, oh, it's just so powerful. I could think of so many people in my life who I kind of just, like, wanted to send the song to, mm-hmm. <laughs> was my initial instinct, was just like, oh, you are, you're doing so well. I mean, like, there's obviously room to grow, but, like, you are, you are enough. You don't have to do anything more to like receive love from either like people in in your life or from your like mm-hmm. your deity or whatever like mm-hmm. like you're you are enough you deserve love just as you are it's oh it's just really powerful mm-hmm. and just i think in songs like this and there's honestly not that many lyrics this might be like the shortest like lyric box yeah here a lot of I've... the uh, a lot of the a lot of 
his music is almost equally balanced within each song, like between lyrics and instrumental parts, mm-hmm. which is nice, nice and refreshing to hear. Yeah, I I think I just really appreciate like this song um repeats it over and over again like you are enough these little words they're changing us like you are enough like just mm-hmm. the repetition of like a really simple phrase like that mm-hmm. really gets to me like you don't have to like wax poetic about things and just say a bunch of like random stuff mm-hmm. you know and sometimes that's 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 useful and that's good but like when it's just such a pure message like that just the repetition like you are enough you are enough mm-hmm. <laughs> i promise you are enough mm-hmm. it was yeah really powerful i thought oh yeah uh i think it's also worth noting that during this song there is a recurring motif of like light versus shadows specifically mm-hmm. not necessarily darkness but within this context, the the light is like the is like their faith, their the faith in like the narrator's um, the narrator's like belief in the higher power, and then that higher power itself, and mm-hmm. then like the shadows and the darkness are their own doubts and concerns. Which, despite the earlier like moment of faith, like yes, I can do it, like. You're still gonna have doubts, and this is them mm-hmm. kind of trying to creep back in, but being pushed back by just the simple, uh, the the sim the simple three word phrase. You are enough. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely like like this the story of this, uh, this song as far as I could tell, or at least what I was getting from it was kind of like, you know, like at the beginning is like mm-hmm. it says like you wake up, everything's figured out for you, like the light is so bright and like there's like and like the darkness is gone and it's great and what i kind of related to that was for for my personal life i guess was just like i get when i was younger and like first encountering like how great god was and and like just like the beginning of your spiritual journey like i don't like i don't know how many people out there can relate probably a number of you but like where you just get on like this spiritual high like i used to go to like a youth conference and mm-hmm. i would just get like super super filled up and i'm like oh god it's so great i'm all gonna be on fire for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and then hard stuff happens and you crash and it's really really rough but but yeah this beginning part was like kind of like that spiritual high and then you know like the beginning of like the repetition of like you are enough and then it gets to the part where like you you grow up and the shadows they're still there weirdly enough Mm -hmm. and i i really like that this little like middle uh stanza i don't know if you were going to talk about that one specifically uh which one was it it's like when we grew up our shadows grew up too but they're just old ghosts that we grew attached to oh love Mm -hmm. that i love that it's Mm -hmm. i think it's yeah this is it's a really empowering song and i like it when stuff like this can acknowledge like yeah there's hard stuff in your life i realize that and they're not great but they're you know they're old gross ghosts that we grew attached to <laughs> they're and old ghosts that too <laughs> make that a D monster the ghost oh <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know it was just nice like it just kind of like i felt like it took me on like my own spiritual journey and kind of led me up to like right where i am right now mm-hmm. <laughs> you know good yeah um 
I, I agree with a lot of that. Uh, I actually, I also have gone to a few youth conferences in my day, mm-hmm. but I never got, like, super duper into them. Sure. Mostly, mostly out of social anxiety about, like, I don't want to be, I don't want people to think I'm weird for jumping around and, and like, woo! Jesus! <laughs> or yeah. Whatever. Uh, even right. though that was what most of the other people there were doing. Mm-hmm. But I think part of that is also that, like, my my faith has always been something that is more more internal to me. Like, I would mm-hmm. I would much rather demonstrate my faith through through works and not necessarily like jumping around and singing and dancing. Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. I go. I just did that for a podcast. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I see. I go to an uh, like an evangelical church, so that's Mm -hmm. like every single Sunday is people like jumping around Mm -hmm. and um, like there's this one lady (laughs) who, when she gets uh, like touched by the Holy Spirit, she'll just laugh hysterically, and her voice just like like rises above like anything else that's happening. Mm -hmm. Just this high pitched shriel like or a shriek of laughter yeah it always makes me laugh i like it (laughs) that's that that is so sweet (laughs) um before you go on to the last song i want to specifically uh uh talk about a quote that from the musician himself uh his name is ryan by the way i think his name's like ryan o'neill or something Mm -hmm. um but his he said in an interview uh with evan ws morgan I've had a simple rule that I followed since I began writing my music. Never force my faith into my music, and never force my faith out of my music. I've always wanted to write personal and honest songs, so that rule has been incredibly helpful in remembering to always write my heart down. Mm. Which is, like, so nice. I love that. Especially when, like, a lot of the times, um, musicians... Nowadays, especially like the more popular ones, like they don't necessarily have the time to write their music. So a lot of the things that they sing are things that other people have written from their own experiences, usually. Mm-hmm. And it's really nice to get to hear a musician like specifically talking about like, no, like, like I write this and I do my best to keep things honest. And that includes my faith. That my faith yeah, will be great. a part of my music. Gosh dang it, Mr. Mumford. <laughs> Mumfords, if you're listening, it's okay. You can you can talk about faith and religion and your stuff. We're not going to shame you for it. <laughs> um. Okay, I guess I'm going to go on to the last song uh, on the mixtape for today, which is Heaven Go Easy On Me by The Head and the Heart. While you're sitting all alone in your room on your bed And your windows are open But you won't go out, no Oh, heaven go easy on me This is another one that I found today Uh, and this song is kind of like the It's, it, it is, it is quite simply It's like, it's the end of the It's the end of the mixtape for today, like it's kind of the narrator, like, being now in, like, a much calmer place. Like, everything has, like, everything has kind of settled down. The, the, 
all the the crazy stuff from the banjos and I Will Wait has calmed down. Uh, they're over the, I guess you could say like the like the ecstatic, uh, like the ecstatic reconciliation and like reunion with their faith. And mm-hmm. they've mostly overcome the doubts and stuff, and now they're just setting out on the path to start something, to start something new, to start over, and to can like start on their journey of self improvement. Yeah, absolutely. And all of it is echoed with the with like the continued refrain of uh, "Heaven, go easy on me." <laughs> Man, isn't that everyone's mantra just all the time doing anything? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, heaven go easy on me. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's a song that I'll mention that I will talk about in a future mixtape episode that I have literally just subtitled Gethsemane. <laughs> because it's literally just like a hey like like it like hey, like it yeah, just please be nice. <laughs> Like, I, like, it's definitely not my decision to decide how things go for me, but I, but if, but if you're deciding, make it easy, please. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the lyrics that I liked from this one uh, were, watching the wind blow through your front yard, don't follow your head, follow your heart, and while you're sitting all alone in your room, on your bed, and your windows are open, but you won't go out, no. Ah, uh, heaven, go easy on me. Mm. Because it's, sometimes it's just really hard to, like, like, you know what you have to do, and you really want to do it, but it's really hard to start, and I definitely sympathize with, like, I have to do this thing, and I'd love for it to be easy, please. I know it's probably not going to be, but I'd love for it to be easy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I guess, like, uh, the part that I really liked, and and I'll be honest, I didn't get to listen to the whole song because we started recording. Yeah, it's but okay. like uh, the the first two um, little stanzas here, uh, I really enjoyed, um, mm-hmm. and I also again kind of spoke to me on a very personal level, where uh, it's it says like, guys, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can't live this way forever. Got to make ourselves some money or be thrown out with the bathwater. My sister and my brother look to me for answers, and our fathers and mothers want to know they raised us right. And um, just from a very personal place that spoke to me, mm-hmm. where, like, I've been having a lot of, like, um, like existential, anxious thoughts about, like, what am I doing? Why am I just doing, like, why am I just making money to spend money to make money to spend money? Like, why is that just the entire, like, what am I doing here? Capitalism! (laughs) Woohoo! Love it! Um, No, we don't rejoice in capitalism. This is an anti-capitalist podcast. I need everyone to know. Eat the rich. (laughs) And that is the Um, meanest thing I will ever say on this podcast. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, but then the second part where, like, my sister and my brother looked to me for answers. I'm an oldest child. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. Yep. <laughs> and then, especially the, like, our fathers and our mothers want to know they raised us right. Yep. Uh, oof. Yep. Woof. Oof. Doofa. Just, like, uh, especially, like, I, I came out to them a couple months ago, and it's, mom, like, you know, it's, it's been a little bit rough, and I think that what the core of that is, is just 
they want to know that they did a good job and they didn't break mm-hmm. us somewhere along the way or they want to know that their kids going to be okay yes yeah yeah and and uh i mean as that kid i think i'm gonna be fine but you know that doesn't always help and and i can't mm-hmm. guarantee that i guess you know yeah. so it just i i thought that that was a really but just for me personally where i'm at right now mm-hmm. spoke to me yeah that that is a very good line uh part of part of I it, it also did strike a chord with me, but not necessarily in the same way. Sure. For me, it's mostly like uh, for real world context here. Uh, I got to go to a family wedding about uh, actually earlier this month. By the time this epi- episode comes out, almost a month ago, mm-hmm. and it it really struck me how like 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 so not sadly not all the time, but a lot of the times like parents just really want their kids to be their kids to be good and happy. They mm-hmm. want they want their kids to be okay. And that is something that is really important. Mhm. Yeah, for sure. Mhm. But yeah, that's a uh, that's the last of the that's the last of the notes that I had for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved this mixtape. I thought it was really fun. Thank you. Uh, yeah. I next time I'm gonna put in more effort before the day of the recording on it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I feel like prepping for a podcast is just like prepping for like a D and D session. If you're not doing it under the pressure of like you're recording in the next hour and a half, I don't know that you're doing it right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I try not to procrastinate too much, but. <laughs> it happens. I'm pretty sure that we're. I'm pretty sure that the IT guys found out about uh, us having Spotify on our computers at work, so I couldn't listen to it when I was at work today. <laughs> Whoops. Yep. But yeah, uh, this has been the first mixtape episode of Faithful. Woo! Woo! Streamers, uh, streamers, popper. Oh, okay. I thought you said dreamers, and I was like, what do you mean dreamers? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, let us, uh, let, before we go into the outro, um, this is definitely an experimental episode, uh, so let us know what you think about it. I would, I I hope that you enjoy it, and I am very open to suggestions for how to do this maybe more efficiently, or if or if there's anything that you would like us to address, any good music recommendations. Oh, yeah, that would be great. I would love to do, if, if we got enough people, like, a, a mixtape of just, like, community Listener recommendations. recommendations. Yes. Please. Comment Please your talk requests. To us. Send them in by Twitter. <laughs> Please, I'm begging you. Interact with us. I want to know you're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I hope next time for the next mixtape, I think it'd be fun to uh, pick a different genre as well. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The the uh, party in the kimono a little bit. The feature episodes of the mixtape stuff that I have, like I'd really like to dip into. Like, hey, this is just gonna be music from the seventies, or like, oh hey, sure, this is a this is a specifically rap episode where I found some good rap that we can talk about. <laughs> You better believe LaCroix is going to be on that episode. Okay. Okay. 
He's like the most famous Christian rapper that I know. Okay. But <laughs> like maybe if it's Christian, that won't work. I forget. We got rules here. Yes. Standards. Uh, that's also mostly for the challenge factor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Faithful is a part of the Corner Podcast Network. We can be heard on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Pippa, and any other place where at podcasts are found. Mm-hmm. Our theme music is Start of Something Beautiful, courtesy of Ketza. Uh, we can be reached through an email at faithfulpod at gmail.com with two L's, or through our Twitter at faithfulpods, two L's again. And since we're a new podcast, please rate and review us wherever you're listening, and maybe recommend us to a friend, or interact with us on Twitter, or do something. Yes. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> I would love it. Even if it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, I liked what you said there. Or like, hey, good episode. You know, mm-hmm. it, it goes a long way. I would like it. Personally. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Uh, we're both artists and we appreciate being affirmed. I need the validation we're, we're, to survive. We're, more than that. You guys are killing me because you won't like my tweets. <laughs> more than that, we're both people and we appreciate being affirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there are people on this podcast. There's two of them, in fact. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh, but oh it, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. We still don't have a sign-off. We still don't have a sign-off, and I forgot the one that Tanner suggested. Oops, I'm sorry, Tanner. Oh, no, Tanner. can you find- Oh, dang. <laughs> Tanner. Tanner, like our tweets and validate us and tell us what the outro should be. <laughs> oh gosh i'm done bye that no that's our outro is me telling tanner i'm specifically like our tweets tanner goodbye everybody (laughs) okay i'm gonna go ahead and stop recording you guys like yeah i hope you guys like banjos uh no joke i'm literally going to call this episode god like like god gave us banjos or something <laughs> ah, that's good or actually no it, it was going to be either god given banjos or thank god for banjos <laughs> one of the two uh, that's funny